gentlemen welcome to a brand new episode of fourth cut reviews i'm your host ej leeson and with me today is my co-host my pal my number one little baby boy chris conforti what's up dude not too much how about you buddy ah you know just hanging out um doing awesome living life you know uh enjoying as much Halloween as I can without doing anything Halloween because of COVID. But I know we uh, just carved pumpkins. That was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I just painted uh, a couple of punk, uh, pumpkins the other day, so that was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, and then watching horror movies when I can, you know. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what we were just doing too. We watched one of my favorites, which we'll absolutely have to review at some point on the show. Abin Costello meet Frankenstein. Oh which, yeah, I heard which that I one. think is still one of the most ambitious crossovers in movie history, especially with Abin and Costello. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The other one that's really good by them too, if you haven't seen it, like one of the like the Mummy's good, but and is probably one of the best ones that they've ever done. Yeah, I don't think I've I've seen that one actually. Max, my old, uh, my old Pokemon Go name used to be Louis the Looper, and it actually comes from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting! I didn't know that. That's awesome. Now you have Cobra Kai. What is it? Your new name? Uh, yeah, it's like it's Cobra Kai related. Yeah, I forget what it is. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy. No mercy, something like that. Yeah. I think I put strike fast because hard was already taken. Oh, okay. So. And and I so weird story is they gave me like a, a shirt once that I got and it had a misprint on it and it said strike fast and I immediately picked it up. It was like, I don't think this is what it is. <laughs> but let's uh let's let's get into this uh this wonderful movie. What movie are we reviewing today? Oh my gosh. I can't be any more excited. Not only did I beat you in this competition. Uh, wait, 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 wait a second. Hold on. I, I destroyed you. I, like, there's so many people that voted for Hubie Halloween. And yeah, I cannot be more grateful to everyone listening that voted for Hubie Halloween. Thank you for okay, your well, vote. I, <laughs> I can't be any more thankful for all the people that voted for Fright Night. Technically, it was the same amount of people that voted for Hubie Halloween. So I don't know what EJ's been smoking. I don't know if he's on some serious crack whoa, whoa, or what whoa. he's going on. But it was a 50-50 split. <laughs> I lost off a coin toss. Whoa. George Washington cost me the game. He flipped a quarter <laughs> and Washington cost me. Well, to say the least, it was awesome how many people voted and got involved. Um, to You know, that we're like throwing support behind both movies. Because both movies... I love Fright Night, don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? I was just really hoping to do Hubie Halloween because I had a feeling that it would be like the bane of your existence. 
Like, <laughs> you would be, like, not on board, and I would be on board. You know what I mean? So I thought it would just be really funny to do it. Um, and luckily, stuff went my way, and we are doing Hubie Halloween. Great. <laughs> All right. So let's 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 uh let's talk about this here. So what'd you think of it overall? Oh my god. Loved it. I thought it was awesome. I <laughs> There's a surprise. <laughs> nope, not a surprise at all. Uh I actually it's weird. I I mean we can go through it, but as far as the movie is concerned, I loved all the how it was shot in Salem. Yes, and you can see, I have that. That that's on my things that I like the the background. Yeah, you could tell it's you could tell it's filled in Salem. It feels like Salem. It looks like Salem. The atmosphere is all Salem. That yes. was that was really well done. Yeah, and they show like you know different hot spots of Salem, and I, I love that they you actually see the Salem Witch Museum not only on the exterior, like when yeah, the, the interior doing the. Uh, the festival downtown but you, you also see it uh they're in it for a little bit when he's trying to hand out the flyers yeah when he's talking no, to the, the love interest right. yeah he's trying yeah. To, he's talking to his love interest i forget what her name is um the triple threat she's a triple threat <laughs> <laughs> yes so yeah that was that that's actually one of the things that i really did like about it i, I love the the exterior of salem it it looks like salem feels like salem uh, I've never been there on Halloween, but that's exactly what I would picture it being as. I've been to Salem, just never at that time. Unfortunately, for EJ and myself, in a couple of weeks, we were supposed to be there for Halloween. Yes, yeah, we were going to go with uh, me, you, well, the Strahd Squad, a.k.a. Monster Squad, which is like me, you, Camille, Rory, and Becca, and uh, and Kristen. So, like, yeah, we were all going to go, and unfortunately, COVID happened, and we kind of scrapped the whole thing, you know? Yeah, regrettably. It would have been nice, though. Hopefully, hopefully, if things clear up <laughs> next year, we could try to figure out some way that that'll happen. Yeah. But, but it's possible I would have liked this movie a lot more if I was going to Salem, simply because maybe it would have psyched me out for Salem. Yeah. Not to say one way I might go, one way I might not go. I don't know that I, I don't know that I've decided on a rating yet as I sit here. So there's that. <laughs> well, yeah. So I've, I've, I've went back and forth after two ratings and they're very close to each other. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I loved like the majority of the movie. I, I feel like the climax kind of is a little disappointing, but the second time I watched it twice, um, Same. I, I, I disliked the climax twice. Yeah, the second time I came around to it. But, like, so, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so with, with the climax of it, I, I feel like it's a little bit of a letdown. Uh, there's so many different better options that <laughs> yeah. they had. Yeah. And it was, it, was, it was kind of obvious a little bit, I felt like. And the reason that I felt like it was obvious, the ending of it, is going to back to what I feel is what I see anyway, most people's major gripes about the movie is Adam Sandler's voice. Now, to be clear, in my opinion, 
this the Adam Sandler doing voices is nothing new. If you're right. mad that he did a crazy voice, you haven't watched an Adam Sandler movie. Can we <laughs> yeah. agree on that? Oh yeah, I actually, to be honest, I love the voice. Like, and and I haven't stopped doing it since I've seen it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I I keep like tapping into Hubie Halloween. But I that's me though. Whenever I watch something, I start to like do impressions of. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. I, I keep tapping into like, she'll be Halloween. Yes, yeah, sure. Yes, ma'am. You know? I, so I, I keep doing it. Um, so it, it is a very catchy impression, you know? And so I actually liked it. Um, I had a hard time understanding him certain times. Like if oh, I didn't have really? the subtitles, yeah, if I didn't have the subtitles, I would have had a hard time. So I get my, my problem, I guess, isn't the voice. It's sometimes the enunciation of what he's saying with the voice. But yes. it immediately came out to me like Bobby Boucher, which made me start looking, if you've seen The Water Boy, in different avenues. Right. Which... I, I mean, I was going to say, we could even just jump into this. I mean, this is pretty obvious. I feel like uh, this usually comes on later on in the show, but we're already kind of talking about it, is can you solve the movie in 15 minutes? That part of it was hard to do, but the Steve Buscemi part, I, I, I solved that in one second. That really? was so easy. Oh, yeah, it was so easy. It's it's common lycanthrope stuff, right? Like that's something. Uh, that... Yeah, but I didn't I didn't know the resolution uh of it so like anyone that hasn't watched the movie i don't want to spoil anything but to me yeah i I was like oh he's he's probably a werewolf right like Uh, that was obvious obvious yeah but uh the resolution to that i had no idea (laughs) and i was like that is so cool i actually that was like one of my favorite things also uh yeah there was a lot of like really cool things um there's a lot of great cameos in this movie, like the opening cameo from Ben Stiller reprising his role as that. Uh, I forget the character's name, but uh, from Happy Gilmore, he's like the home health nurse that's like helping the grandmother, right? Yeah. And I like that he comes back and he's like now working in this mental institute and uh, has that cool opening, you know. So I, that cameo, but the cameo of that escaped patient from the beginning, that was awesome. Um, so there's a lot of really cool surprises, like a lot of people that show up in it that yeah, there is. didn't yeah. expect. Yeah. The, the second for me that you sent me was like, you know, you're going to hear stuff, whatever it is, don't come see me. And that that's something that Lon Chaney Jr.'s character, Lawrence Talbert, would always tell people, you know, whatever you hear, don't let me out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm looking for me. And that was, that was, that was pretty obvious. Steve Buscemi, like, can we talk about him? He's one of those versatile actors. I feel <laughs> he never so gets good. his due. He's he never so gets his due. Uh, he, um, he was phenomenal. Like, he was so good in this. There's so many people that were great in this that were maybe in it for like two minutes. And Ray Liotta. Oh, Ray Liotta, I feel like he like kind of steals the show. a little bit. Really? I, just, I disagree. But, no, no. but then, like, the second time watching it, I'm like, wow, he's actually really, I love Ray Liotta as in this part. Like, it's just really hilarious. Um, 
the I other love- person that I really liked, and I have to say this is, I, I, I feel like Michael Chiklis has found like the aging well. He doesn't oh look any different than he did in um, Fantastic Four or The Shield. I know. But he yeah. doesn't look any different. This this is like 16 <laughs> years later. <laughs> yeah. Michael Chiklis, where have you found this? Where have uh, you found this wishing well? This this fountain of youth. I need to find it. Yeah. No, he looks great. And I thought like uh, Melissa Villasenor. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, here we go. Hilarious. No, she was so funny. Like, and she's only in the movie for like two scenes, but there were she was really funny. Yeah. Um, well, we have to we have to of course get to to the big one, Miss Bride of Frankenstein herself, Maya Rudolph. Oh well, yeah, yeah. So I I love Tim Meadows, and he comes in and he has that weird wig, like, <laughs> and yeah, it's crazy and wig. He's so funny, like. He was like, oh, yeah, I heard, you know, crazy yells coming from crazy sounds coming from Walter. Uh, what was the what Steve Buscemi's character? Uh, Walter. Something. Yeah, I, forget. I forget what it is. But he uh, he's like, I keep hearing weird sounds. And uh, Hubie is like, like, tick, 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 tick. He's like, no. <laughs> Something like, uh. He's like, no, that's not it. He's like, why don't you just go and check it out for yourself, man? But I, uh, all that was really good. I don't know. He was great. Tim Meadows was phenomenal. Um, but Bride of Frankenstein, played by Maya Rudolph. What did you think, buddy? I think she did a great job. I, I, yeah. I thought she was really funny in it. Oh, she's the best. Uh, you should tell everyone how you met Maya Rudolph and fawned over <laughs> I would rather you tell that one. I, I don't know that I could do it justice. Oh. It was well, all it was all your mouths hanging down, not mine. Yeah, yeah. So so me, Chris, and a couple friends, we went to Saturday Night Live and afterwards there's a chance where, you know, they come out and you can meet them all. And so we met like Amy Sandberg, Bill Hader, Amy Poehler, um, Bully Island, Kenan Thompson. So we're meeting all these people and Maya Rudolph comes out. Now, Maya Rudolph at that time, Chris wasn't aware of who she was. And so uh, we get a picture with her. I'm like, oh, Chris, do you want to get like your picture? And he goes, no. And she's like, are you sh- <laughs> You don't want a picture? And I don't know. You can fill the rest in. Go ahead. I, she, she was just like, are you sure you don't want a picture? And I'm like, ah, I'm good. <laughs> I had no idea like, who what? she was. She yeah. just looked at me and she just looked sad. And like, I remember you and Carl's mouth were just like floored. <laughs> That I yeah. would say this, but to me, I was going there to meet Tina Fey. I was going there to meet Will Ferrell. And I said that I wanted to meet these two individuals when I was going there. And nobody had told me that they have been off the show for like a year. I didn't really watch it. I just knew those two. So yeah. I'm going and meeting all of these random people that I don't even know who they are. Of course, now everybody knows who they are. Even I know who they are. But Maya Rudolph was one of them. And yeah, I did not want a picture with her. But if I ever see again Maya Rudolph, I promise I will get that picture. Yeah. Yeah. And apologize. 
<laughs> no, and so yeah, no, she was like so nice and so pleasant to everyone. Um, it was just really. And then funny this rude kid comes up and it's like, "I don't want a picture with you." Oh, and uh, trust me when I say this. To this day, Carl and I still give crap to you about it. You know what I mean? Like all the time, we're like, "Oh, your buddy Maya Rudolph is on this," and you're like, "Oh, come on, all right." <laughs> like, like not going to see know. this. Um, but yeah, uh, Kevin James. But she's is... yeah, she's phenomenal in it. So is Kevin yeah. James. Kevin James is great. Mm-hmm. Keenan Thompson just rocks in this movie. Now, um, this is the one thing that I'm going to say that I really, really, really not just like about this movie. I'm going to say other than the there's two things I really love about the movie. One is the background. Two is the fact that whoever wrote it, which I think Adam Sandler co-wrote it, is very well aware that every woman dresses up as Harley Quinn. And oh, that's my life. <laughs> that was hilarious because. Do you remember when we went to Comic Con? Comic Con, everybody. Suicide Squad, er, Suicide Squad just came out, and literally, we, I, we lost count. We couldn't even keep count of how many Harley Quinns we saw. It was insane. We were just like, "Wow, everyone's Harley Quinn here." Harley it was Quinn like every other Deadpool. person. Yeah, I feel like Harley Quinn and Deadpool are for sure the most popular costumes at any kind of comic book convention or just in general, any convention, especially yeah. New York Comic Con. It was just like every year we went, it was always like Harley Quinn and Deadpool. And then you would have, you know, like different fandoms and stuff, but for sure they were the most popular costumes, hands down. Yeah, a hundred percent. I remember we were thinking that Pennywise at one point was going to start giving, um, Deadpool run for its money because that just came out and it seemed like everybody was talking about it and it really just kind of flamed out a little bit in terms yeah. of people dressing up as him. Of course there's a couple, but nothing nothing even close to Harley Quinn. That was that literally was like almost every other person was dressed up as as and it's not the the comic book version of Harley Quinn. It was very much Margot Robbie's version of Harley Quinn. Well, yeah, well you had like a variation cuz like people were doing like the Arkham style Harley Quinns and then you had like the comic book and then like the cartoon version from the animated series but 100% like fit like a, m- a large majority was definitely the Margot Robbie Suicide Squad Harley Quinn yeah yeah I mean definitely I think the other thing I really liked was the the jump scenes are pretty are pretty funny but like a lot of it, which I get in a little bit, it it kind of gets old a little quick for me. Like the first two times, first two three times, it's like funny, but then I feel like they go to the well once too many times with it. Yeah, yeah, you know. And same thing with the thermos. The thermos, like, like for like the first two, three, four times, it's funny, and then it just gets really annoying and sloppy and lazy. Oh, see, I actually, I liked, I liked it. I thought it was a stupid gag for sure, but yeah, I actually liked it. I, I liked um, the ongoing joke of people throwing stuff at him while he's riding on his bike. 
<laughs> it was okay. Yeah, I thought it. I, it I, I it didn't it really like, like the first time got me, but any other time it just it it didn't really it didn't hit the comedic punch that I was hoping that it would hit because as you know my expectation for this movie was very low so i thought anything and i like adam sandler too so but i just i don't know it didn't it didn't hit it as much as what i thought it should have oh yeah where i i well there's a lot of cool references too to other movies you know like i love that yeah like the neighborhood brat kid is named old doyle referencing billy madison you know Mm-hmm. Um, I did like actually. You know what made me laugh really hard is that in the opening. Uh, opening, the three kids throw eggs at him, and he catches them in his thermos, thermos, and he like drinks from it, and he literally just is like, "Oh, rocket style!" And he, he takes a drink, and he just vomits. <laughs> oh, I laughed. I so did hard. see that. Oh, so I, I like. I think the cafeteria one that that was funny. Oh. I laughed a, a lot at that when everybody's throwing their food at him. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, like, I actually, kind of feel bad for him. He's like, no, he overstayed his welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I loved um, one of my favorite jokes, too. I, I and It's in the trailer. But it's, uh, he's like, I, I, I made these crossword clue puzzles for the kids while they're waiting in line. And the lady's like, oh, that's so nice of you. And she just grabs them and throws them in the trash. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> it's very, so hard. It's, so it's very funny because it's very something that you and I had already, like, we've already done that. Oh, yeah, yeah. In one of our, in one of our shorts, too. Exactly. That, yeah. that, that made me laugh hysterically, too, because I've always found that really funny. Yeah. Like when somebody's trying to pass something out, you just throw it on the ground in front of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, remember as soon as they like, hand it to you, just toss it. Yeah, like Las Vegas, people oh, would Jesus. like if you literally took a card from every person, shuffling cards, like on the street. You know what I mean? Like you're just walking down the street, and the guy is doing that little card thing, where he's like rubbing them against each other, making that sound. He was like, "Here's a free card. Take this card, right?" And you take it, and it's always for like some kind of you know adult website or whatever and you're just like what what the heck is this but you literally if you watch on the strip you can get a hundred of those in two blocks <laughs> yes you can I, I I think that still and I've gotten a many 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 dirty looks in my life but I think the dirtiest look I ever got was from one of them when they tried to give it to me and I told them that I was allergic to paper <laughs> yeah. I was like what it's just like, huh? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Didn't we try to see how many we could get? Like, in yeah, it, like forty-two. So but, I'm curious. Yes. Now we we kind of know the things that you like about it. What are the things that you dislike about it? I kind of got into a little bit of what I didn't like. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, so what are the a couple of things hit pretty flat. Like I, I felt like the climax, like finding out who it was, doing like kidnapping everyone. Um, that was kind of like a disappointment for sure. It kind of felt flat. The second time, however, when I watched it and I knew the direction it was going, it kind of hits a little bit better. Actually, one of the ongoing jokes I like in the movie too is that 
the mother and her friend don't aren't aware what their t-shirts like the t-shirts are very like vulgar <laughs> and they just wear these thrift shop t-shirts that are just like filled with like dirty jokes i thought that was really funny but um what fell flat oh oh okay the radio station gag um that fell very flat for me like i i actually if i was like working on this movie I probably would have tried to edit around that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, where he keeps hearing himself. Um. Oh no, 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 not that. Like that part's funny, but like the reveal of the radio station uh, voice, and then the person that is with that host. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The DJ. I see. I thought. I thought that that whole scene fell flat, and I thought the scene where he's like hearing himself in an echo. I, I that fell completely flat to me. Hello, hello. <laughs> Who's that? I, I Who's can that? honestly say, if if you want to know the honest opinion of of this, as a comedy movie, I'm expected to laugh. And Adam Sandler movies, I typically do laugh, even the incredibly juvenile ones. I still laugh at it. I may have laughed about three to four times in this movie, and that was about it. Yeah. So I might give you a little bit of a of way of which I'm going to go but that being said I did still find a lot of things that I really did like about it um, like I said the jump scenes I love the Harley Quinn stuff I love the backgrounds I thought yeah. the the acting in it is I mean it's pretty good right but the excited thing I would say I would say that Adam Sandler's acting is okay like I said the, the voice is just a little much I think see yeah and 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 I would be the opposite of what you're saying because I actually like this movie a lot more. I feel like it's one of the better Adam Sandler movies. Um, okay, now you're now you're crazy. No, I'm serious. I and if you really count the last few years as, as far as like Adam Sandler movies that have come out, I feel like you know this is one of the better ones. We can't um, put in the same league as Uncut Gems. That's that's head and shoulders ahead. Oh yeah. If you're, oh, if you're if you're gonna say Hubie Halloween, maybe one of his better Netflix movies, but it's not Uncut Gems. Oh yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like I feel like as far as like these movies that have come from Netflix, yeah, that's right? not that's not saying much though. I mean, all of his Netflix movies have been terrible. Not not all of them. Like the uh, what was it called? The redo. Or the do over, I think it's called the do over. That one was actually really, really good, and that had that, David Spade in it. Um, that one was really, really good. I uh, I would still give the edge to Hubie Halloween over that though. I, I feel so- like this is like going to McDonald's and getting steak from <laughs> McDonald's. It might be a little bit better, but it doesn't make it good. Well, I, when there's I so many different the other alternatives, yeah. Oh no! I you know obviously the classics are classics, but like I'll never watch this again. I can guarantee you, I'll never watch this movie again. I, I think it's a good family Halloween film. Do you know what I mean? Like I I think it's along the lines of like Hocus Pocus. Oh, okay. Now you're. <laughs> I don't even like Hocus Pocus, and I think uh, Hocus. Like, I, I I guess I have to take a pause on that. I'm coming around to Hocus Pocus a lot, but. That being said, to compare Hubie Halloween to Hocus Pocus <laughs> might be the most blasphemous thing since anything. 
No. Like, anything that you've ever said. I, you've said a lot of crazy, weird shit. But this one might be the worst. You just compared this movie to Hocus Pocus. I think it's and... on Bart. Okay, so like, so like 12 years from now, everybody's going to be running around changing their Facebook profile picture to Hubie Halloween like they do for the Sanderson sisters. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to get on Cameo right now. Yo, dude, this is perfect. We could get you on Cameo right now as a Hubie, Hubie Dubois impersonator. Oh, perfect. What the heck? Everybody else is on there as impersonators. <laughs> Maybe we can make them live for the next 15 years. Oh, oh my gosh, I'll totally do it. This, this movie's like really weird because there's half of the people never want to see it again and then half of the people want a sequel. So one of the things yeah. that I really like that I had seen... Where you fall in line? Uh, probably I don't want a sequel. I don't know that I needed the first one, to be honest with you. Um, okay. I don't think know, I needed this movie. I'm I'm so on board with a with sequel. With a sequel, like, yeah, there's a surprise. No doubt. No doubt. I've, I am not on board. In fact, I think that the the best commentary about this movie was this was Adam Sandler's revenge for not getting nominated for Uncut Gems. <laughs> I would agree with that. I, I feel like this was the revenge. It wasn't his worst movie. I, no. I don't know that I would say that it's his worst movie. I, I would say that this is a close. very mid-pack, maybe mid-pack Adam Sandler movie. I get to, it's just, ah. So my, I feel like you're going to see in my ratings. My rating might actually shock you a little bit. But I, I 100% know that you're going to disagree with it. I'm like very stuck in between this mindset. And I have two numbers that I've been going back and forth on. And I just, I don't know where I want to put it. So I have to like decide here really quickly because that's going to be something that we're going to have to do fairly quickly. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, no, I, I guess my final thoughts on it, right, um, would be that I think it's a good family Halloween film. Like, in, like if you had kids, you can watch it with your kids and and all of you would enjoy it. Um, I think it does have a rewatchability. Like, you can watch it a lot and find new things that would be really funny. Um, there are some flat moments, like I said, like the radio station stuff and the DJ reveal. All kind of, that part felt really long and a little too long to be honest and, and uh so that part feels a little flat the climax comes and goes like i feel like if you watched it the first time it could be a little disappointing but the second time you know what's coming so it's not as bad and and i think it kind of can come around you know what i mean um and so, overall, yeah, I would definitely recommend this to watch around Halloween. I think it definitely has rewatchability. And I thought it was funny. Like, I thought it hit a lot of great... It had a lot of great comedic moments, you know? So I would, uh, I would say it went on entirely too long. For me, I, I thought the pacing was off. 
<laughs> I can see that maybe you would watch it again on Halloween, but I don't know that it's going to. It's never going to break into people's. I guess how do I want to say it? Mandatory Halloween watching, if that makes sense. It's never going to break into that tier. It might be something that you would rewatch again if you saw it on on Netflix. If it just popped up, you might want to rewatch it again. But I felt it goes on for a little bit too long. I think a lot of the comedy goes over and and out the window. Things just feel a little bit too long. Pacing's off. I do like the backgrounds. I, I do like the actors in it. I like the acting casting choices. I think really Leota's great. Steve Buscemi's great. Uh, Michael Chiklis is great for the short time that he's in there. Maya Rudolph is great. Yeah. But I just didn't feel... Yeah, I just, I just didn't feel the comedic aspect of it. For comedy movies like this, especially for like comedic family member type movies, I want to laugh at it. And I just... I had a hard time laughing, so... For me, it just uh, it might hit home for you, but to me, it just didn't. Maybe, but maybe you'll like it. I mean, you might enjoy it. I will say that I do agree with you that the second time watching it, I liked it far better than the first. Yeah. So I can give you a hint. I was locked in with a three point nine for my final rating the first time I saw it. That was going to be where I went, but I'm going to raise it a little bit for my second. So that'd be a little bit of a kind of a hint. You could see the first time I didn't really like it that much. Three point nine is really bad, but I've I've watched it now a second time and I changed my my rating on it. Yeah, yeah. I I think honestly, anyone that watches this, you know, a general audience might be like fifty fifty on it. Um, as far as like just people who love Halloween. I feel like this movie is a lot of fun and there's a lot of great people in it. And uh, the one girl from Karate Kid is in it, um, which is cool. Uh, Peyton List, she plays Tori on Cobra Kai. She's in the horror house at the end. But um, yeah. And Mikey Day, which I love him, so that's cool. Like his cameo was cool. He has like the axe in his head. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of like weird jokes in it that really made me laugh. Like those silver bullet when Hubie like <laughs> tries to throw it at the dog. Um, so there, there's just like a lot of really dumb things, but overall, I, yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was awesome. So what is your final rating that you're going to go with? Okay. Uh, so so I- we don't need to do, I guess we could, we could, we could just explain this. This isn't really like a genre piece with horror movies. Like we would give two different ratings for it as a horror movie. And as a regular movie, that's not something that I don't feel like we need to do for movies like this. And then in that case, like if it, it was, if it was just straight comedy, I would say, as far as comedies go, this would be like a 6.7, you know? Um, as far as general movies, I would probably put it about 6. 6? Yeah. 
Um, it's not, oh. it's, I definitely, like I said, it, it has a lot of rewatchability. My, I feel like my rating might even go up higher the more I watch it. Um, cause I definitely would watch this again. Like come next Halloween, I'll probably watch this again. Um, who knows? I might even watch it more. I'm not even sure. But, uh, yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. How about you, buddy? What's your rating? I am going to go with a five. I'm going to go with a five. It's it's a mid-tier movie. Nothing crazy. It's not terribly done. Like, audio's fine. Video's fine. It actually looks, like I said, I, I love the backgrounds of Salem. I think that's fine. The acting's fine. I just think sometimes for a comedic movie, I like to laugh a lot. That's kind of the point of a comedy movie, and it just didn't do that for me. Like I said, maybe it'll do it for others, but I am locked in at a five for that. So at least it went up 1.1 because I was giving it a 3.9. So second rewatchability actually was more favorable for it. Yeah, I thought so too. I, I definitely agree. And I feel like the more you do watch it, the more you'll like this movie. Yeah, I, 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 it's, it's, it's very well possible. I, I just feel like, for me, I feel like some of the, some of the really funny parts they go to the well one too many times with it, and it just kind of gets stale. <laughs> yeah, um, I can see that though. I can see that. I, I do feel like the movie, you know, has some lowbrow comedy but then some of it is just so good that I tend to like it and I, I actually love Hubie I, I would definitely like to see more of that character do you know what I mean like I, yeah. I think a fun loving character like and uh, just like certain scenes when he's, he's might to catch the killer and they're like okay as soon as you feel uncomfortable, just give the sign, like, just say this word. And as soon as this person walks up, he's like, okay, abort mission, abort mission. <laughs> like, so <laughs> I thought there's a lot of really good stuff about it. So I don't know. I like Hubie. I, I love how he's such a, like a wholehearted, like good person. Yeah. And he's just lovable. I don't know. I, I feel like I know the whole town hates on him. And picks on them, but I don't know. I I just love how wholeheartedly he is, and how wholesome he is. It's it's kind of a break, you know, from seeing so many darker characters on on screen. So it's kind of cool to see a nice person being represented, you know. So what did you think my rating was going to be on it? That's that's a, a question I have to ask. <laughs> Um, yeah, I probably thought, like, it was going to be, like, four, four-ish, maybe. Really? I thought you would have yeah. thought I would have thought I was lower. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I figured, like, maybe in the four range. How about you? What did you think for me? I th- I, yeah, I, th- I thought you would maybe go as high as a seven with it. Yeah. I did. Like, I, I thought you would go comedy, as high as a seven. Yeah. As far as comedies go, it's, it's... It's up there. And I think it would even climb more, like, the more I do watch it. But, 
yeah, I think I, I give know, it a five for both. A comedy maybe a little bit lower, but like it, it was definitely a well shot movie. I felt that oh, way yeah. anyway. Yeah, I I liked a lot of it. So what do we have coming up? What's the next movie we got on board? Well, right now we're looking at doing Hellfest. We didn't receive too many of the suggestions. Um, so there's there's a couple things that we're looking at. We're looking at maybe doing Hellfest. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to think about doing a separate task, which is going to be doing the Friday the 13th. And we're talking about doing that right now with my, one of my friends, Chris. Uh, we affectionately call him Chris R. Um, I mean, his name actually is Chris R, but we call him Chris R mainly. I do anyway because of the room. So that, that, <laughs> yeah. that was his nickname before that, as far as I know. But I only call him Chris R now because of the room. But he has never seen the Friday the 13th, and he just got this awesome Scream Factory box set. And he's starting to watch them. And I thought, you know what? This would be a really cool idea. It's a really cool time where it'd be EJ and I, who, of course, have seen all of these numerous times. And inviting on a guest that hasn't seen them, I don't think any of them that he's seen. So it, it kind of gives like a kind of like a newbie type feel to the movies with two nerds and somebody that hasn't really seen it. So that's something that we're we're looking at possibly doing as well, uh, because that's that's a fresh take from somebody who's seeing a movie like that for the first time. Yeah. And then what about the next EJ versus Chris? When will we do that? Uh, I have no idea. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think everybody betrayed me. Like Greta Thunberg, uh, everybody's stolen my hopes and my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Everyone just chose Hubie Halloween because they knew that was the shiznit. Like that was going to be the one. Yeah, that, that was the one. All right. That, that was something. But I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll we'll figure out another one here. The next one we're going to do is going to be, I think it's going to be yeah, Hellfest. Yeah, it's going to be Hellfest. And then uh, then we'll start doing probably the Chris versus EJ stuff. And we'll be sprinkling in, like I said, some Friday the 13th in there. And, you know, that'll yeah. be our first little anthology. And, you know, we're of course, we're going to make them go through them all. Because, like I said, if you start one, you got be fun. I, I just think it's really cool because you and I have our own rankings for the Friday the 13th now. But oh. it's going to be more interesting to me seeing somebody that's just starting the franchise, how they rank them. Because who knows? It, it may be movies that we liked when we were, you know, like when we were growing up and movies that we've kind of thought are the best. Maybe somebody comes in and says, well, they're not that good. Maybe the other ones are that good. So it'll oh, be yeah. interesting. Yeah. Well, no, you know what's weird is my opinion on Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2 changed drastically. Like, when I was younger, it didn't didn't fit in with, like, the, you know, continuity of, like, 1, 3, 4, 5. It's kind of like like, uh, Halloween 3 a little bit, right? Like, it, it gained, like, a following once you really sat down and got over the shock that it's not, like... It's not like the others. Right. Yeah, no, it, it felt, you know, it, it, like it was just not a part of that. So I kind of, you know, glossed over how much I actually enjoyed it. And then 
now that I'm older and I went back and I was rewatching them, I'm like, oh my god, I like love this movie. I think it's so good. We'll have to cover those yeah. movies. Yeah, we're gonna have to cover yeah. them at some point. That's and that well, that's like one of the things that you're gonna see. You're gonna see like so EJ and I are like we we love all movies, but I, I I think it's fair to say that we might be a little bit more passionate about the horror movie. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you some more like talk about that. And like I said, you get a fresh um a fresh viewer's eyes through the lens of somebody that's you know just starting into these movies so that's that's something that we have planned too hopefully it it works out it turns out i know he said he was getting a he is super interested and he wanted to get a podcast microphone today so we could start wow. doing it and yeah we'll be able to start talking to him and start talking yeah. about the friday the 13th series which to me i never usually liked but i have a lot to owe it to and you know we'll kind of get into that a little bit too in terms of me yeah. liking horror movies. Oh, well, uh, the basis, literally, for the audience listening, the basis of our friendship started because of horror movies. You came in, and it, it's like straight up Lost Boys. Uh, I've uh, talked about that before. You came into the store, and you're like, hey, uh, do you have Phantasm 2? And I was like, that's a pretty serious movie. <laughs> and then we started Phantasm? Yeah. And so we went and we started almost quizzing each other on horror movies. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and it's so much like Sam and the Frog Brothers and the Lost Boys where they're like going back. He's like, well, you know, Batman 14, uh, there's only three in existence. Or, no, there's four in existence. And I'm always looking for the other three right mm-hmm. and so uh but that was basically us like quizzing each other on horror movies and that's how we became friends because you came that's in a, yeah you're like you kept coming in and to the store and be like uh yeah so go to this monster mania convention and i was like oh cool man and so that's how we yeah and then we just started hanging out and we went to the conventions and stuff all right so yeah, I guess we can wrap it up now. And uh, do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, no, I mean, you can find us on, uh, we have a Twitter, uh, Fourth Cut Reviews. I'm sure you already have us on Instagram. And that, yeah, that that's about it. Yeah. Um, I am currently in um, a movie, and I don't know when that will be hitting. But keep an eye out for that. I'm sure I'll, I'll mention more when that time comes. Um, also, I have a podcast with my buddy Ross. And we talk about Riverdale. You can check that out. It's called River Dudes. And that's available everywhere. Um, also, I have uh, Twitter. But it doesn't matter. It's EJ Leeson. But yeah, that's it. Oh, and oh my gosh, how could I forget? I have to mention this. Check out my buddy Adam Farley Music, and that's on Spotify and uh, Apple, everywhere basically. You could get music, SoundCloud. Um, yeah, check out his music. It's awesome. Well, with that being said, we'd like to thank you for listening to Fourth Cut Reviews, a cut above the rest. And good night.